This is We Are What We Overcome. This episode has been recorded remotely during the COVID-19 pandemic. What you're about to hear are the ramblings and reflections of four ordinary people, drawing on their own personal and occasionally professional experiences. These conversations are unprepared, subjective, and should not be taken as medical advice or instruction. Anyone seeking help should always carry out their own research, or better yet, speak to a professional about their circumstances. Sit back, enjoy, and remember, it's good to talk. Live on Facebook and see if this will actually do the connection for us. Um, and we're just going to assume it is, aren't we? We're just going to go, yeah? Jesus, who knows? Uh, it should be. Oh, it's doing it. Oh, no, we are live. Okay, it just did it magically without telling us. That's Phenomenal. really magical. Or anyway. Oh, no, going live in 10, 9, 8, oh. 7, 6. Okay. I'll do it anyway in a bit. All right, so three... Two, oh no, it's a second behind. One would now be a good time to point out that it has not gone live. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. I've just been looking. <laughs> it says live on the top of my screen. Which screen? We'll make uh, preparing live preparing. Oh yes, yeah, you're right. It does say preparing. right. Let's sit. All right, when it when if that flicks over, then it's going to actually go live. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I fucking hate Facebook. And Facebook Live. I guess we will be starting again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop the live stream and then re and then see if we can restart it. So just to be clear, then this video is going to be trimmed and this front bit will be taken off. Yeah. Who the hell knows? We are what we overcome. On this occasion, features musician Matt McGuinness, improviser Nick Tyler, media producer Neil Monroe, and psychotherapist Wes Evans. Does anyone else want to say it's live on Facebook? We are apparently live, which is good. What we don't know and just see behind the scenes is that we've been trying to be live for a while, which pretty much sums up part of my life. Or maybe <laughs> just the mental health. Anyway, welcome to We Are What We Overcome. This is the uh, lockdown podcast fortnightly special. And this week, this fortnight, we're going to talk about self-care. Uh, so we four got, uh, got together a, long, a while ago, maybe a year, maybe a year and a half. Who knows? It's flown by to do some podcasts about mental health, about for in general, but specifically about men who are particularly rubbish, but getting slightly better at talking about mental health. Uh, and that's why we're here. We always start with a check-in to see how each other is, which is exactly what you should do when you meet your mates down the pub. Remember those things? Not your mates, the pubs. They were great. Um, I'll tell you about them later. Anyway, before we go any further, Wes, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Um, yeah, just just for the benefit of someone dipping in, um, I'm Wes. I'm a psychotherapist from Lancashire. I got involved when Matt approached me. We got speaking about what he was doing. Great cause. Um, and as far as the checking goes, uh, I've not been as perky recently. Um, talked previously about that balancing act between enjoying the downtime but struggling with being out of routine and it's more of a struggle recently i will say uh tensions and that kind of thing but ultimately i'm okay um but i guess it lends itself well to what we're going to be talking about which is self-care and how we can manage as best as we can in this challenging situation so that's where i'm at i'll go next i'm neil um i most of the time for the podcast i am recording it uh when we're like all together just the audio and uh uh 
sort of editing it as podcast shows. <clears throat> My day job is I'm a photographer, videographer, uh, and I do video editing and stuff like that. Personally, for me at the moment, I'm pretty good. Uh, today, I've just finished some work uh, for a client, uh, finished some edits of uh, sent them a file, just checking that it's okay. If it is be good. Um, uh, been sorting out photographs for them for their website and stuff. So yeah, now I'm I'm pretty good because um, I feel like I've actually accomplished something today um, as uh, a completed job. As long as I don't get feedback saying it's it's terrible, Neil. What are you doing? So <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty good. How about you, Nick? Uh, I'm all right. Uh, hi, I am Nick. I live in Nottingham. I work in publishing. And improvised comedy and stuff and I'm shaking my camera back because it's sitting my laptop is sitting on my lap which is I just need to be very still otherwise the vibration <laughs> it's really alarming directly in front of me uh all right I just had a day off because I decided to start taking days off partly due to the sheer futility of day-to-day -day life <laughs> and uh, aiming to do a task when there's no real sense of urgency is kind of annoying so having a day when there's nothing that I need to achieve is somewhat more relaxing in some respects, uh, which might sound a bit contradictory. Uh, so I'm all right, actually. Yeah, I'm, I had a nice long weekend in which I failed to adhere to any of the self-care advice that we will go through this evening. Uh, but despite that, I'm all right. Uh, fairly chipper. Uh, I still have my cats and Lego. All is well. Glad to hear it. And what about you, Matt? I know you did the intro, but... You didn't really introduce yourself and do a check-in. It feels fair uh, that you should get that space. No, no, so I should do my... Uh, I've been updating websites and stuff over the last few days. And so I decided to put a little brief summary of what I was. And I put in musician and events manager and stuff. And then I thought, I'll put writer in because I can write. <laughs> Everyone can write. We should all put writer in our descriptions. Writer. <laughs> Maybe even put reader. The writers of our own destinies. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about putting reader in as well, but I think that's probably stretching the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. Um, but yeah, mostly a musician and a few other things. Uh, but now I'm good. I um, uh, I'm pretty good actually. I, th I think um, I'm I'm sort of in a position at the moment where I still feel. And I said this the other week. I think I still feel a bit guilty because I'm, I'm quite good. Uh, it just occasionally. Uh, maybe every the you know every part of the day reality brings you back down to earth a little bit when you start getting people who are closer to you having issues or uh, you know uh, or the news itself. It's true. It's them others that make it difficult, isn't it? If it wasn't for them, if the kids yeah, yeah. got away with it. Yeah. Well, I think there there is something odd about that, isn't it? You can sort of toot along in your own little bubble quite happily, um, and you can feel okay <laughs> until you realise that other people are not okay and that you haven't thought about them for days because you haven't seen them and then start to feel guilty. And that's, I think for me, that's when the real sense of separation at this time kicks uh, in. I'm glad you said for me there, cause you were speaking quite generally at first. And I was say, <laughs> for everybody, you this is exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not that great about um, thinking about people who I don't see fairly regularly. That's why I like seeing people on Facebook. Otherwise they just disappear from my brain entirely. And that's uh, only, more only increase further within this lockdown state. Mm. Like, can I ask you something on that, Nick? Out of interest, because okay, um, one, <clears throat> it's a little bit of a sort of care issue thing. Where, for instance, with the ability to see people on in online, where you just you're not necessarily communicating with people directly. 
does it help with relationships in that when you meet up with them again, you don't feel like you've not seen them for a long time, or does that vary with certain people? Like it certainly does for me mm. and stuff. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, it fills in a gap, doesn't it? Um, I think it's more that if I see them again, uh, someone who I've not seen for a long time, I'm not particularly aware of the time that's passed in between. Uh, it's like, oh, it's you again. I saw you yesterday, right? Ah, 20 yeah. years ago, sure. Still <laughs> um, kind of the same. I've always found that meeting up with my cousins, and we only see each other every few years. But I always feel that snaps back into place. And I suspect that's because I don't spend a lot of time in between worrying about them. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, I've got like the state that they were in last time I saw them. And then now, oh, and, you know, my second cousins are considerably larger. But other than that, I can't tell that time's gone past. I think that might just be me, though. That might be some sort of broken sense of time and sociopathy. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. If I, uh, if I don't see someone, for, uh, well, not just about a particular person or seeing a particular person, but I suppose it made me think about just getting sucked into your daily doings. Hmm. Uh, obviously, before coronavirus situation, my weeks were pretty similar out doing this doing that that day doing that that day and it's very easy for me to just get sucked into that and completely forget about everything you know beyond a certain point out of my bubble um this has certainly disrupted all of that because now it's like the bubble's a new bubble isn't it mm. i wonder if that actually gives a hint of, it, of something that's quite good from from a self-care point of view uh that maybe we can like activate that bubble sense Mm. Yes, yeah. well, it makes it all the more pertinent, doesn't it? Like the the need to do that potentially. It does. Um, maybe talk about the things that are are damaging our natural sense of health of, of self care or our own like mental health in particular at the moment. Like, what's giving us a good kicking in the face currently? I think that's a good idea because that leads us into what we can try and do to take care of ourselves, doesn't it? I think so. For me, it's contact, definitely. Contact and um, freedom of movement, I guess. Those are the two key things for me. That makes sense. I think, I think for me, it's, um, it's the lack of, the, the weird lack of urgency that I'm feeling about everything and, and life being on hold. I'm cool with the idea of not going out. That really doesn't faze me particularly. Uh, I'm quite happy staying home most of the time and not being able to go to the pub hasn't really bruised me particularly. But it's that nothing, nothing seems to particularly matter because we don't know when anything's going to matter in the future. Mm. That that urgent, that lack of urgency, sort of futility that I that I feel is what I think gets me down. That and other people freaking the fuck out. Uh, that that really gets to me. Um, and it's fair enough that people are freaking out. That's fine. Um, I'm struggling to control my response to that. Yeah, that makes you freak out. Mm, oh, it makes me angry that they're making me freak out. I'm not sure which. Okay. <laughs> the complex or recursive set of feelings. Yeah. You're upset. You've made me upset that I'm upset that you're upset. God damn you. <laughs> if I just didn't use Facebook, everything would be fine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like for me, it's, um, I haven't, that the actual time out has been really, has really helped in my mental health in, in a big way. You know, I just, it feels like the first time that I've stopped. And it's the first time I've thought, actually, I don't need to do it this afternoon because it doesn't make any difference. Oh, I'm glad you're benefiting from that. Yeah, that's nice. You know, it's, I've always been pushed by timescales and that actually probably didn't really matter in the first place. It's just in my head. And this 
the like one, an essential well, perspective or something. Well, it, what does it what what does it actually matter? You know, uh, and I guess even in the best of times, that's also probably true. Isn't it? Aside of some really important stuff, understanding the timescales and, and 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 not being pressurized too much, um, I think is is going to help me mentally. Sounds like an amazing integration of like wild existentialism with really bleak nihilism. Uh, you've drawn those two together really nicely there. Ooh, that just suddenly got heavy. Oh, I know, it's got some <laughs> philosophy. How about you, Neil? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the thing that um, I, has made me more worried self-care-wise um, has been something that still affects general everyday life, which is if the only communication with people is maybe an online forum where you're not actually able to speak to people and such, where um, intonation and tone cannot be adjusted for and immediate apology if you go, oh, okay, someone's a bit upset by that, can happen. Um, <clears throat> and I don't want to go into this too much because we already discussed talking about this bit more. And this part relates, uh, because we're looking at doing another episode about it, which is conspiracy theory stuff. And uh, a friend of mine who now does seem to have blocked me on Facebook, and I constantly try to be respectful. And like the last few posts, I was extremely respectful. Well, I believe I was being extremely respectful. <laughs> Other friends definitely weren't. Um, but the feeling of going, this person is going down a rabbit hole that's worrying. Yeah, at the same time, uh, the other night, a friend of mine was sharing a post again that potentially is a bit conspiracy theory, but not necessarily. It could just be a point of view. And I respectfully posted, actually, have you checked this? And they posted a few other links a few weeks before and hadn't mentioned anything. And they actually came back within a few minutes going, oh, yeah, I see. And another friend had also commented. And this person had then started looking at other sites, looking at reputable news sites, and actually went, oh, okay, I I was very wrong. And, that was, and I, it is this thing of, I was worried I could have, have another situation where another friend might suddenly go, no, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. But in this situation, no, they actually went, oh, no, thank you. Thank you for pointing this out, which was quite positive. But, yeah, the, the main concern for me is maybe misinterpretation, which still happens in everyday life outside of the situation we're currently in, where sometimes people misinterpret a tone. And even when someone is speaking it verbally, people can misinterpret a tone. And... I, I I very much get worried if anyone gets upset by something I comment or send or say, uh, and that is not my intention. And we're not in an immediate spot where I can verbally communicate or discuss with them or try and smooth it over. That's something that worries me. It's not a big thing and it's not massive. And the fact that the situation with my friend who suddenly went, oh, I see I was looking in the wrong places for information that was very reassuring for me. But that's probably the thing that's worried me most because... Well, yeah, I was going to say, that's clearly worrying you quite a bit. Otherwise, you wouldn't have just spent four minutes talking about it. Um, <laughs> uh, as, had, as, as, I, as the one thing that's in your head. Hmm. I it really sounds like uh, what, you, what I heard from what you were saying is that it's it's more difficult for you to manage interactions and maintain relationships if they're forced purely online or on or yeah. through technology, yeah? Yeah. You're missing that face-to-face -face element of it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy um, Saturday morning and someone had posted, it might have been Nick actually, but someone had posted the 
you know that fake uh, interview on BBC where the kid walks, his son walks in the background, and rather than it being this cuddly scene live on air, he pretends to tell him what a certain certain something he is and how dare he interrupt him and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's a setup. But um, so someone put it online. Uh, someone put it on, and I was looking at it, and it's on Twitter and um, Nick's favourite thing. And um, someone said it, that's disgusting. He, he shouldn't. Uh, he shouldn't be speaking like that. And then this guy who was um, uh, put, replied to it and said, um, "You know, you lefty liberals need to get a life. Uh, families live like this." And so, so I just replied and said, "I, I find it quite offensive. You know, whatever it is." If you've got a relationship where you're talking to your son or daughter like that, maybe you should reevaluate what's important. And then about three minutes later, this guy replied and he said, I was just about the guy I'd said, you should, you know, watch what you're saying. And he replied, he said, uh, I was just about to reply to you, but I noticed that you like Glenn Morangi. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd just like to say good morning. Oh, you see, and that's so important. When building relationships with people who you might hate, all you got to do is find one thing that you have in common, even if it's just whiskey, and sometimes that's enough. Well, I, I sent him back saying I didn't mean to imply that it was his view on parenting, and then we followed each other, and that was it. That was our Saturday morning. So that was brilliant. Oh, well, that's that's unusually civilized. Uh, yeah. So, so, so Neil successfully changed the person over the internet, uh, and, and you've made friends. <laughs> Wow, that, those both sound like genuine achievements to me, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. what, so, well, we're talking about what our individual struggles are. Hmm. Where, where does that take us in terms of thinking about oh, how can people help take care of themselves then in these challenging times? Is that where we're going us, to? Yeah, it looks like I think it gives us something on communication, doesn't it? Um, and, and as, as ever, the, the aim to try and be clear and honest and kind and open, um, as well as, I suppose, not taking literally what we see online, which is difficult when we're a bit wound up uh, and prone to jump on things. Is that difficult for you? Uh, I just, I, I've just chosen not to comment on stuff. Just, just don't. There's, I, I can't see any value in joining a comment thread on some random website, maybe on Facebook where it's with people you know, but if it's with strangers, I cannot see any point in doing it. Mm. You're only going to get wound up. Pretty much a rule of mine anyway is that, actually, to be fair. But I guess during this time period, you know, idle, idle hands and all of that, you know, mm. people sat around feeling out of sorts, frustrated, bored and all of that. could be quite easy to get sucked into some of that, couldn't it? Yeah, I've done that with a couple of things. Um, on some random post, I just think, oh, you're posting insanity. I just post that I disagree with them. And on rare occasions, that ends out, that ends up well. And everyone else has gone, yeah, you're right, this guy's a tool, which is quite, you know, uh, affirming and quite pleasant. But it, it, <laughs> there was no guarantee it was going to go that way. And the whole process of it, I said, just find really anxiety-provoking. So I'm much better off doing it without. I've installed yet another comment blocker on Chrome that just hides comments on everything. It's great. I have a friend that often will post controversial statuses or make me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, let's correct that, Matt. You're, I'm not that you. You're far meaner and more vulgar on Facebook than I have ever tried to be. It's not mean. He just. It seems like he gets bored and he intentionally will pose a question or say, "Have you ever noticed?" or "What do you think about this?" Mm. And it's like he wants division. It's a trolling or, and shit posting. And there's just hundreds of comments and stuff. And 
every now and again I will just nip in and, and, and people are commenting and they get really angry and every now, and again, every now and again I'll just nip in and I'll just say a little comment and he'll bite back to it and then I just leave the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I've kind of got this halfway ground where I don't get sucked in and get sucked into loads of comments and then trying to win an argument that's impossible. I just slip in and slip out and a couple of people have noticed it and they think it's quite funny. But I mean, we are friends, so it's mm. fine. <laughs> but you found a good technique though, isn't it? Which ultimately is not to care about the, about the thing itself. Because oh, for it, sure, yeah. Because it is people just spaffing their nonsense into the internet for whatever reason. And you can join in with it, but the, these are these are all conversations that are intended to go in a kind of negative direction. You know, even they're if, not they're not if, like it's not like here's it here's some, even if unintentionally mm, sometimes as well. Yeah. Um, it's it's not like posting a video of some little baby goats in pajamas bouncing around a barn where like the only intention is to go like, Oh, that's really cute. Oh, that's sweet. I, I just wonder sometimes why we don't start those conversations or why we don't join those ones. We join the ones where we can get angry. Well, I guess, I guess the ones that aren't goats in pyjamas and are divisive and controversial, I suppose they usually have an agenda, don't they? Um, mm, I guess they're more stimulating too. Yeah. Um, People want debate, don't they? You know, I, mean, I think... Well, uh, yeah. and you can have healthy I mean, debate, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, oh, you I think one of the other things... One of the things funny. One of the things I've learned, um, and I, I, it's just just realizing what a small world my Facebook or my social media is, and mm. and how that particularly doesn't even matter either. And so I just that whole snooze button is something I will definitely be carrying on with going forward. And it really, just, it really does sound quite nihilistic, actually. It just, it's becoming your mantra, isn't it? It's like, does it really matter? Does anything matter? <laughs> But I would say lots of things do matter, but, it, but definitely not in the top 10 is Facebook yeah. or timescales, you know. No, I think it's a good way to get through now, definitely, and might be a good attitude to Facebook going forward. I think it reminds me of something we were saying previously in, a, in one of the previous episodes about uh, having a, a bit of a social media detox from time to time could be a good idea especially if you think that you're susceptible to get angry or wound up or anxious about what you're reading. That's certainly true. It's difficult now when it probably is the way that most people are communicating. So trying to be sensible That's with true. it. Mm. Well, then, I guess it, that could be a self-care tip, couldn't it? You know, that it, because we are in this unique situation, there's that danger that it could slip into being really unhelpful and, um, and, and causing distress and stuff. So maybe making an extra effort to implement some kind of boundary if need be. I've gone with my um, app blocking thing on my phone again. Just yeah, that sounds really good. It's great. It stops that endless, like, oh my God, I wonder what's happening in the world. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> is happening. Everyone's doing exactly the same thing they were doing three minutes ago. Nobody cares. <laughs> Just don't look. Uh, and I appear incapable of doing that for myself. So, yes, I'll use a machine to do that for me. One thing is. Well, a couple that to the. Sorry, go on now. Yeah. Um, one thing as well, like um, if if because we've talked a fair bit over the last few weeks about uh, like specifically online, especially social media and stuff like that. Uh, one thing I think might be worth looking at is obviously stuff that we're doing in our everyday lives that are helping us feel better, or we go this this is a good thing to do to meet keep yeah. ground. Oh yeah, that's a lot more positive. Good. Yes, I, I agree, Neil. Yeah. Because I was going to say, it probably particularly relates to what I said one of my struggles was, which is 
this complete radical turnaround in my routine. Um, but the first thing it tells me is I really kind of um, needed my routine, so I need to think about that. Um, but now that I don't have it, and it's kind of this space and this disruption and being cooped up and all of that, um, yeah, there is something about looking at what we spend our time doing, isn't there? So I think you're right, Neil. That's a good thing for us to think about. Did you have something in mind? Well, um, like one, I, I was just going to part to mention what I do as a routine. I mean, I, I, I every day I make sure that I'm aiming to do something, even if it's going to be a uh, relaxed, chill day where I'm going to do. It's like the issue I, the thing that I went from early on, I was going, what I am not doing is just getting up, watching telly and going back to bed. Uh, that's something I, I will not do. I have to do something else. Even if I end up going, I'm going to do like a, a big meal for myself and have maybe sort of stuff that I can have as a leftover or something like that, uh, prepping a meal in a big way and stuff like that. Um, ideally, I'm going to try and get some reading in. Um, uh, maybe if I'm wa if, if watching something, watching something, that's a goal. So maybe learning something if I'm watching something, watching some entertainment of some sort as well. Uh, and doing that. So I mean, reading's a big thing. Like usually each day I'm reading something, uh, as in not just news, as in uh, like fiction. I've got plenty of fiction. I've got loads of comic stuff. I've got a role play game that I'm learning how to play at the moment. I'm watching videos related to that and other things. And then I recently um, found an old video game and uploaded up my old laptop and start playing that and doing those things. But making sure I'm not just doing one thing. Because then the thing, if I go only part way through it and then feel, oh, I've not achieved anything for that day. So can I can I interject quickly? Yeah, there's loads in there and it's really valuable, and that's the only reason I wanted to interject because there's probably a, quite a bit that could be picked out there because you've mentioned. I've been looking in a, in a bit of mild preparation at, at what some of the guidance suggests and what some websites are, are suggesting as good tips and looking through a few lists and seeing which do I do and which do I agree with and what have you, and actually you touched upon a few things there like learning something um trying to have some kind of agenda for your day even if loose like there's a lot in, if there's a lot in what you said there that could be unpacked that's probably of value um so that's why i was jumping in there because yeah. um you talked about quite a few different things like um picking up old in, old interests um getting stuck into something that you're going to revisit every day they all sound like good things. On the it's devil's like advocate side, and I'm thinking where Matt was coming from as well, and I've heard a lot of people talking about this on social media, funnily enough, about how you could easily then feel guilty about not doing anything uh, and give yourself a hard time about that. So I, I like that you said even if your agenda for the day is to have a relaxing day and do nothing, because I think that's important too. It's a tough combination. Sure, you know, it's difficult to... Um to fully understand how everybody's feeling, you know, or, or how other people are feeling in the situation. Mm. Because I sort of half smiled, sorry, you know, when you said, I'm not going to have a day when I just get up and just watch TV and then go back to bed. Um, that really surprised me. I, you know, just... Uh, the, the re that. The, there is a reasoning for that, and that's, that's something I know, for some people, that actually could be a good relapse day. Do you know people who are doing that? Um... I have a few friends who have um, where that, that has been the case and they're okay with it and they're potentially missing it. I know 
Like you too. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I'm, I'm all right because uh, I still have a job. You know, I still have a full time job. <laughs> so, so you know, my week time is fine, which means it doesn't matter what I do at the weekend. Same as usual. You know, so if I do, if I do do what I normally do at the weekend, which is get up about one o'clock in the afternoon, um, you know, slouch around for most of the day, reading, playing with Lego, and watching TV. That is my weekend, and that's again what I've done today, because that's partly because that's intentional. You know, it's a day off for me. Um, but the fact that I, I can't do that every day, being prevented from doing that every day is good, I think. Although yeah, I'm, I'm I happy to spend some more time building. I think I can hear what you're saying, Neil, that maybe for some people that could be a recipe for slipping into something quite unhealthy and stale. But for other people, they might need it. I guess the point is it's quite individual, isn't it? Yeah. And maybe there's some kind of, maybe, maybe there's something about permission to give yourself what you need. I think that's important. Yeah. Someday we might need to be occupied on something and, and have a bit of a plan. And other days we might just need to switch off and, yeah. and do nothing. And, and it, both are okay, aren't they? It is, it is a thing where the reason I set myself a goal, uh, for me personally, of not doing days where that would be the case, unless I was... Like, the only time I might do that is if literally, for some reason, I stayed up stupidly late because I'd been an idiot and hadn't paid any attention, then got up and it was, I need to rest, but there's only a few things I can do to switch off and stuff like that. Um, that might be the case, but for me, I have learned from the benefits of learning how to best self-care for myself. A day where getting up and just watching television and then going back to bed is more likely not to de-stress me. Ultimately, there are other things I can do that, for my mental health well-being, I have realised over the last few years um, are more effective skills and traits to do to mm -hmm. do that otherwise potentially i could build something up to a much worse state so that's a personal thing for me and when i've if i've spoken to a friend saying i aim to achieve at least one thing each day i've always offered it as this is what i do i've never said you should do this because i know that oh, for some people that. that's unfair uh because it may not be something that would suit them but it's something that Maybe I've had friends, I've certainly had friends who go, yeah, that makes sense. And it's like, in some ways, they might adapt something like that as yeah. well and stuff. I guess that's what we can offer in this episode is a bunch of different ideas that someone can pick up and say, oh, I like the sound of that. I'll try that. And I'll try that. I've been trying to slip little bits of things in. Like I mentioned picking up old interests and revisiting passions. It's been, it's been really nurturing for me to get back and, and get stuck into some of that. I don't do that all the time. Some days I've done nothing. I've been trying new things as well. I tried salmon, believe it or not, for the first time the other day, and I've never tried it before. Uh, sounds daft, but I was like, I'm going to try salmon. Um, <laughs> and then similarly, um, we talked about the forced recoup. You know, so it's, it's, maybe it's good for me to think, well, maybe I need a little of doing not that much. I think everybody does. Uh, I suspect the thing that's most important is to, is for all of us, think like, yeah, is is to purposely think about how we actually feel um rather than just drifting through the days going oh I feel kind of miserable but not stopping to go do i feel miserable is there a reason for that um in order to establish whether or not we need any of these routines and these plans we need to have that extra degree of cognitive awareness of how how we're feeling and part of that we get by comparing it to others like this is quite useful to compare against the three of, three of you who have all got you know, in slightly different states and different places yeah that, that's a, a way to measure how we feel but if we're not thinking about how we feel and how we are, then there's no way to try and develop a, a healthier routine either. 
I think that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I think an essential part of self-care is is regularly checking in with yourself and how you are doing and how you're feeling. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. Having a partner helps who can just go, well, you seem fucking miserable. Uh, and you go, aha, thank you. Uh, I will take that uh, and think about that. Um, yeah, and that helps a lot, you know, living with someone else who can give you that immediate assessment. Or against that's whom- the kind of service we need to do online and we could go for that for people who are single. We could, we could just, they could dial in and we could tell them what they, you know, just give it to them. Sounds like a nightmare version of a dating app, but yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, unfortunately, isn't, isn't that what we're doing constantly? These horrible, aggressive comment threads going, you sound like a dick. It's like, well, no, I'm just, well, actually, what you mean, what I mean is, oh, you sound like you're a little bit anxious about, your, about the place that you are in your life. Maybe you need to talk to other people about it rather than just expressing your feelings in a political post. Uh, There's something in that about contact as well, though. So mm, yep. contact with loved ones, um, but also maybe withdrawing from contact if you do live with people. So getting time and space. Yep, even if you've got to leave the house. Family. Say again? Even if you've got to leave the house. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think me and my wife will grate against each other if we're in the same room continuously for like oh, seven yeah, weeks. For sure. Yeah, but for sure. At least being I'm, in different I'm not rooms sure doing work helps. People. I'm not sure there's many people that wouldn't grate against each other living in the same room for seven weeks, Nick. That's true. I can't imagine that. That that sounds awful. Unless it was me and you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That is hard. But yeah, I think it it is important to try and find space apart, um, even in a very small way. One one thing is uh, like uh, when uh, Matt sort of mentioned uh, the thing of maybe we we should be checking in is interesting. Uh, Earlier today, uh, when I was just uh, prepping some food, my friend Jasmine, who actually was at the recording of the most recent podcast that went out live and such when we recorded it in Leeds, um, she was messaging me about um, organising something afterwards, and I'd told her oh i was thinking about going for a run and from that point there i was just finishing off some of the work that i was doing getting prepped and then i suddenly realized i better not go for a run because I, I i'm very hungry so i need to go and prep food and she suddenly messaged me and i hadn't seen this message which was she went are you okay because my answers on messenger were becoming less involved so she was worried like is there something wrong and then she actually rang me and said is everything okay I went, yeah, no, I'm just prepping food. And I I thank and I, I thanked her for checking that I was okay and stuff. And it was a helpful thing because it was like if I had been in not a good space, that would have been great. Um but I, I and I explained to her, no, no, sorry, I, I just need to come to the kitchen to get food because I realised I, I was going to either struggle when I went for a run and faint and collapse. Uh, <laughs> or uh, I was going to just have issues anyway, functioning anyhow. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, as an example, yeah, I, I, I have a friend who has done that and stuff and I've had, and Matt does that as well. Every now and again, but like I noticed when we've messaged each other on messenger uh, and stuff and I've said some things uh, and I, I get the sense that when you message back, you do a check-in with me, you're saying everything okay and such. And I appreciate that as well and stuff. That's a lie. I'm only horrible on social media. <laughs> but I was yeah. just going to say there's something about being able to, to maybe let people know if you're not okay as well isn't it yes again yes. it's difficult though isn't it yeah. I think people find it difficult on social media saying that they, yeah. they don't yeah. feel great well it doesn't have to just be social media it can be a phone call to a loved one it could be speaking to someone that you live with telling people yeah. what you need is a really good 
tool for self-care. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you can't identify what the thing that you need is. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's where, you know, spending some time thinking about how you feel. Which is I did read little, something about real. keeping a journal, actually, and that's not for everyone. And there are different ways in which you could do that, too. Some people can, you know, keep voice notes as a journal. Some people might write it down. Some people might creatively express in another way. But keeping a journal or trying to commit to regularly do that kind of thing is a good way of forcing yourself to check in with yourself. It is. I've only ever done that while in counselling, but that was very useful. I don't, uh, I don't to try and assess the you know rise and fall. Don't want to bring it back again too much to social media, but there was, I saw a comment, and it won't be the same for everyone. But one comment I saw, uh, it must be last week, where someone was talking about uh, how things like social media, where people just blurt out their what years ago would have been inner thoughts, they would not have expressed it in any way and stuff. How. And obviously it just causes friction with so many people when they say something that may be inconsiderate and stuff like that. Uh, this person would make a comment, that's what people used to do in diaries. They'd write it in a diary and no one else would see it and it'd be kept there. Whereas mm. sometimes people now do it, not everyone, but some people now post it online and mm. really don't, sometimes are actually surprised that there is such negative reactions that come to it, but they're also getting it out when they could well, have... that's what a blog, a blog post, even before social media, yeah. people would do online blogs, and that was kind of like a diary for everyone to read. You know, it's that's kind of what it is, isn't it? Mm. But sometimes no, it, not it, considerate that people would read it as well. Yeah. We talked about we come before uh, where's the saying about doing something different. We talked about you know self help and trying to do something different or trying to pick up something you've done in the past and have some time to do it. Has, have Have you done any of that? Who, me? Nope. No, no, no. Sorry, um, I do know that that's the problem. I'm looking at Nick And I thought you were because I suspect our screens are arranged the same in the square. Yeah. Um yeah, have, have I have I have I picked up something new? Nope. Yeah. Um not at all. I've done I've learned nothing. Have you have you spent uh, more time on past. anything, Philly? Uh, I've spent more time playing with Lego, you know. I have done definitely spent a lot more time. You know, but but but, but the things I always do are watch a reasonable amount of TV because I like it. I read a lot of books. I play with Lego a lot and I go to work. You know, mm. I'm, I'm still doing those things. The thing that I haven't done is any improvised comedy um, because that, for me, feels like a real-life interaction thing. And although a lot of people are cheerfully going out and doing it, I'm, I've not felt any real desire to do it online. We've been doing, like, a virtual pub on a Thursday for people who are, like, re- regular misimp folk. Um, and that's been quite fun. You know, we're just trying to replicate the having a beer in the pub afterwards. That's there's, a nice. lot of, uh, there's a lot of those virtual things popping up. That could be something for people to check out and get involved in. Because Yeah, there, there's a lot of online stuff. We've been pushing yeah. out a, a, a recording workshop every week. Yeah, workshops, Zoom groups, lectures. So whether it be wanting to learn something new or to get together with people that do something similar to you, like play an instrument or, or whatever, there's a lot of stuff that people could check out, and that could be a really good thing for self-care. I think you're right. Yeah, if you have the time, and 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 I think that's that's how I feel slightly different. Is I don't really have any more time than I had previously. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, so so for me, I'm I'm just doing the same stuff I always do because my life hasn't changed apart from the streets are gloriously quiet and a late night walk is wonderful at the moment. But yeah, mm. if you if you have the time and feel like you want to use it um, in some way constructively, then there are, there's plenty of stuff out there that's 
free or certainly cheap at the moment, and that's Definitely. cool. If that's what I just want, um, I wondered if I, I I have something that I wanted to share at the end. Um, something I found that might be a really easy takeaway for anyone watching or listening. Um, but and I think we are coming close to the end. But is there anything else that is burning for someone that what they wanted to chuck in as a, a, a thing about self care or a, a suggestion I, or something? I, I've got one thing. Um, I mentioned it earlier about when I was cooking earlier. It is one thing where I personally at the moment, uh, I have the flexibility and I know I have the advantage that I am able to cook for myself at the moment, which I, I hope is good for people and stuff like that. Uh, and I know that's not the case for everyone. But um, taking the ability to go, I'm definitely able to time myself and going, I need to go and get some food now. I make sure I definitely eat at certain general mm. points in the day. Because like I said earlier, I almost went for a run. But because I mentally go, am I okay for this? I didn't end up going out on a run and then going, yep, I'm just walking back home now. Because uh, I'm not 100% and stuff. And I've done that with general work as well, where I've gone to sort of start doing some work on the computer editing wise. And I've suddenly realized, oh, I'm not firing all cylinders here. I need to eat something. Um, That's a really good point. I think it could be dead easy to stop taking care of yourself in those basic ways like eating regularly sleeping right stuff like that i think that's a really good good point for you to raise there neil yeah i i would i'd echo and emphasize the the sleep routine stuff um if you've never had a good sleep routine uh it's now's a good time to get one uh mm. i think say for me making sure that i'm getting the right amount of sleep or close but going to bed at least and getting up at about the right time makes such a big difference to everything in inside my skull that if I do nothing else, trying to get some sleep is the right thing to do for me. I'm aware that maybe I cut you off there, Neil. I apologize. We, no, no. Did you have anything to add to that? No, that's, that's, that's generally it. Um, you could slip into not eating sometimes. Yes. Especially I mean, it's, it's one thing which I, and again, I, I think this applies in general uh life outside of our current situation which is i realized especially in the last year there were last two years definitely sort of there were times where i would be putting off getting food and then like i my weight's not brilliant but it's a case of i know it'll affect my weight more as well which isn't going to be a good thing and it's like making sure that i eat sensibly um and um make sure i eat so i i have energy to do stuff because again it's like if i'm sort of not paying attention to that i could be middle of working something that may be a deadline step mix smile in there <laughs> and Matt, you, you know your glen Moranji and all that but <laughs> uh, you know I, that, it just did worry me at one point i'm Joking aside, I just I've never drank so much Glenmorangie in my life. Well, um, there you go. And you gotta do something new, man. Mm. Every drop is gorgeous. I mean, it's just <laughs> there's no line. But I mean, do you know one thing I've tried to do, which, which is just try to take. It sounds really stupid. It's really boring, but just one day at a time, and and, and that's what I've been trying to do because I, yeah. I always one my big concern. I think the big thing I'm trying to do in terms of self care is not to think too much of what happens next. Yeah, here and now, 
here and now thinking is helpful, definitely. And, and plus, you know, who knows what's going to happen? You know, why worry about it twice? Um, yeah. That's, that seems to be, the more and more I get to know you, that's, uh, it seems to be a part of your mantra, that. And it's, I, I, I like it. It's a good way to think about things. It's been a good developing one over the last four or five years, Matt. I it has it's, developed. I think it's helped you, yes. <laughs> it's a frantic bundle of activity to work to a slightly, slightly more still frantic bundle of energy. And that's, yeah. that's uh, a lot more relaxing to look at. Good. Can I share <laughs> these um, things with you? Yes, I mean, please. Way to wrap up, actually. Is it just taking your hat off? Um, yeah, ta-da. Um, no, the, some people may have heard of it before. They're called the five ways to well-being. Um, I think there was an agenda and they were put out kind of through strategies nationally at one point. But I also used to do some work with a local mind, Lancashire mind, but uh, obviously there's national mind as well. But they're, they're particularly keen on these five ways to well-being, but they're not just to do with minds. Lots of other organizations have spread them out there. But they're really concise. And actually, as I, as I think about them, they summarize a lot of what we're saying apart from the last one which has probably not really been mentioned. But I'll tell you what they are. So the first is connect. This idea that we, we just keep connecting with people, keep connected, talk, listen, converse. Uh, I can relate to that one because contact is something I'm really missing. So for me, making an extra effort to keep in touch with people is really relevant. The next one's be active. Uh, try to be getting up and doing things, taking a bit of daily exercise, that kind of thing. The next one's take notice, um, which reminds me of what we were talking about there, checking in with yourself and being self-aware, slowing down and thinking, how am I? And But also looking around and recognizing maybe the positives as well as the potential negatives, taking notice of what's going on around you. The next one's keep learning, which is about getting involved in something, doing something, stimulating your brain and your mind. And then the last one is give. Uh, we haven't really done anything that relates to giving but there's something about giving that can give you a good sense of self and and maybe that's checking in with a friend or um or noticing something about another person but yeah those are the five ways to well-being connect be active take notice keep learning and give so i just thought i'd chuck those into the mix because i think they're pretty good pretty good uh guidance really to to think about yeah they're nice i like those that's only accounts for my totally static weekend yeah, <laughs> which I enjoyed despite that. But the late night, late night walk around Beeston's lovely. Uh, are we about there then? Where are we? Uh, yeah, I think we are. That's. I, th I think I we're think about on time now. There's one thing I want to quickly mention. Um, we're going to be meeting again in a fortnight. That will be the beginning of Mental Health Awareness Week which is the wow, 8th, okay. 24th of May. Uh, I also mention it because a friend of mine actually uh, shared a link that the BBC is actually doing a season of programming this month related to mental health awareness, especially during that week uh, oh, as well. So uh, there's uh, one that is with uh, the comedian and improviser Tony Slattery as well um, and so forth about uh, his... Uh, struggles with his own mental health and stuff like that and uh, a few other prominent people as well um so yeah i thought i'd just quickly mention that because that's yeah that's good, Ooh, thank good you for yeah i would not have noticed that since i don't see anything of live tv uh, <laughs> so yeah that's good to know thank you so, yeah all right gang shall we wrap it up yeah i guess that was yeah right i will st I'll press the, rec the stop recording button in a moment um 
for everybody else, nice to see you. We have some more podcasts up uh, live uh, through our podcast feed. Uh, whatever the latest one was, grief and loss. Um, Yay! A kind of a <laughs> yeah, way. So a happy one for the time. Um, feels kind <laughs> of relevant. God, yeah. uh, might be interesting to go and have a listen to. Um, either way, we'll see you in a fortnight uh, and on here. Nice to see you, boys. Take, Take care, everyone. Bye bye. If you've been affected by anything that we've talked about tonight, that's cool. We were kind of hoping you would be. If you haven't been affected by anything tonight, then that's great too. You're probably fine. Of course, if you say you're fine, there's a good chance you aren't. So you might also have been affected. And if you've been affected before, you probably will be again. Please talk to someone. It can get better, and together we can survive. We are what we overcome. Okay, that's going to stop recording, probably. I don't know if it stopped recording. Maybe it has. Still says it's live. Still live. Sweet. You know, that's the thing I also need to stop. Um, 